the Elevation Motivation Podcast with your host, Kristen Van Tilburg. Join Kristen as she helps you to bring more of God into your business and into your life. Learn from Kristen and her guests as they share stories about their decisions to open their hearts to the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Allowing the Holy Spirit to deepen His presence in your everyday situations will positively impact your ability to serve the kingdom of God in everything you do. Now, here is your host, Kristen Van Tilburg. Hey everybody, so happy to see you today. My name is Kristen Van Tilburg. I'm excited to share with you about the saboteur of the day, which is called the hyperachiever. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs are going to fall into this category too, because we are people who have a real goal orientation. We're self-motivated. We're driven by the visions that we see. And we're called into a relationship with the Holy Spirit to where we are serving some sort of vision that's ahead of us under the best of conditions. We are, we are trying to fulfill the task that the Holy Spirit has put in front of us. And a lot of times those are high visions, visions for accomplishing a lot or, or back in biblical days, accomplishing the impossible. You know, Moses was tasked with leading the Israelites out of Egypt. How impossible would that seem? So you might say that Moses was one of the original hyperachievers because this guy had big goals. There were millions or a million people that he led out of captivity. So we know that, that the internal drive to do what God has set before us to achieve what God would have us do, that that's godly. That's a godly desire. So where hyperachiever becomes a saboteur is when it's taken beyond what God would have us do and becomes a way to earn our feeling of worthiness. So that's the critical distinction here. When you are really focused on doing what God has sent you to do, you're not thinking about your own abilities. You're thinking about the fact that the God within you will cause you to be able to accomplish the goals that he set before you. But you don't necessarily want to need or want to be thinking about your own abilities. You're not focused on what, you're, what you think you can do. You're focused on what you feel God has called you to do, trusting him to provide for you in a way that will keep you uh, able and fit to do what's been said in front of you. So I hope that distinction is clear. We want to look at where it is that you can find that this idea of achieving has become your sense of worthiness rather than finding your worthiness in who God says you are. So a hyperachiever is dependent on constant performance and achievement. I only can respect myself when I accomplish the goal I set before myself. There's a lot of eyes in there, you'll notice. And a validation. I, I'm only validated when I when I'm when I hit the target, when I meet the mark. So again, that's a focus on who I am in my own eyes. I'm trying to achieve uh, a goal that I've set before myself so that I can feel 
uh, self-respect and worthiness. Uh, achievers, hyperachievers are very competitive. So they're also playing this comparison game, this judgment of Mr. X has done this, so I need to accomplish that in order to either keep up with the Joneses or, or beat the guy, you know, that I need to win this race and, and not be so concerned with accomplishing the purposes that God has set for me, but accomplishing purposes that I've set for myself in order to be worthy. Uh, then they will adapt their personality. I will, I will try to impress other people. Again, this keep up with the Joneses. I need the best car. I need the best job. I need the best job title. I need the best uh, diplomas and certifications from the best schools, from the best training facilities. I need credentials. I need to prove my worthiness. I need to have X, Y, and Z in order to in order to demonstrate my worthiness. And I need to impress other people with all that I've accomplished. They're goal-oriented and workaholic streak. You know, again, like, the, um, like the, the one that we did last time, this need to, the perfectionist, the need to be perfect keeps them working 80, 100 hours a week. Well, the need to achieve, to meet these goals will keep people working 80 to 100 hours a week. And as we discussed before, this is very destructive. It's destructive to colleagues and employees because in order to match your commitment, they have to work these ridiculous hours. And for your family, they're waiting for you to be home, to be available, to be invested in your family life. And when you give 80 to 100 hours to your business, there's no way that there's much left over for your family. <clears throat> um, also, this idea of a public image, wanting accolades, wanting awards, wanting certificates, wanting uh, commendations for achievement to be recognized. They, uh, Hyperachievers are looking for this kind of social recognition. It's not sufficient to them that they be seen by the living God, that they would be accomplishing the purposes set before them by a living God. They need to have the recognition of other people in order to feel worthy. Can be a self-promoter. Uh, oftentimes it's not really intimately connected with anyone because their own idea of constantly proving themselves has become all-consuming. Typical thoughts of a hyperachiever, I must be the best at what I do. If I can't be outstanding, I don't want to play the game at all. I have to be efficient. I have to be effective. I have to make every minute count. Time is money, you know. And emotions get in the way of performance. So these people tend to be thinkers and not feelers. They're focused on thinking. They're focused on doing. They're not focused on feelings. So they'll push their feelings to the side. Exhaustion gets pushed to the side. Frustration gets pushed to the side, all in service to this goal orientation to keep going, 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 sort of an energizer bunny. We, the energizer bunny is a hyperachiever for sure. Um, I can be anything I want to be. I can, if I push myself hard enough, I can accomplish anything. 
I'm worthy because I'm successful. I'm worthy because I have these awards. I'm wor worthy because I have these commendations. I'm worthy because I have these achievements. Those are the things that give the hyperachiever a sense of security, what I can do, what I have done. Now in the feeling realm, it, there's a sparser, sparser collection there. They don't like to dwell on their feelings. Feelings are a distraction from moving ahead toward the goal, so they will deny their feelings. But when they do stop for any length of time, there's this emptiness that wells up inside because this achieving in the earthly realm is not a fulfilling thing. They may also be very depressed inside because, no, because they have set for themselves this doing, doing, doing with no celebration. No time for fulfillment, no time for just being. There's this constant feeling of internal pressure to do. They do want to feel successful, but they set that up in a very narrow range so that as they accomplish things, they have a feeling of success, but they don't ever linger there to be fulfilled. When they achieve one goal, they immediately set the next goal ahead of them. I feel worthy when I'm successful. They typically have fears of intimacy and vulnerability. They don't want to feel open and connected to other people. They're laser focused on their own goals. The justification lies. They tell themselves life is about achieving and producing results. Well, there's some of that in there. And as I've said to you before, when the set, these traits become a saboteur when they go outside the normal range. There is, there is a joy in achieving. There is a joy in especially in achieving the goals that God has set before us. But when we have tied our worthiness to these goals so that we constantly have to do more and more and more, this is when we really begin to sabotage ourselves and our relationship with other people. Portraying this image of being a success helps me to achieve results. So there's a lot of this very superficial circumstance-oriented relationship with life. I need to drive the right car and live in the right neighborhood and send my kids to the right school and get the right diplomas for myself. And all of this ends up feeling very empty when you don't have, when you're not filled with the spirit of God within yourself. And they tell themselves that feelings are a distraction and that they don't help anything. So they ignore all of the way, the typical way that the Holy Spirit will reach into your life is by these negative emotions that you feel will indicate your need for God. Your desire to feel better, to feel differently will ultimately lead you to your relationship with God. So the impact on the self and others is that Peace and happiness are very fleeting for hyperachievers. They may have a moment of happiness when they hit a goal, but immediately then they reset the goal so that the feeling of happiness is short-lived. Um, Self-acceptance is conditioned on the next success. It's not what I achieved yesterday that makes me successful. It's what I can achieve today and tomorrow. So yesterday's accomplishment doesn't even count anymore. Self-acceptance is, is conditioned on the next success and you lose touch with these deeper feelings, the deeper self that the Holy Spirit is trying to cultivate in you. 
and your ability to connect deeply with other people and have meaningful relationships has been disrupted by this constant need to do more, to achieve more. Others might be pulled into this performance vortex with you and become lopsided in their focus. So you may have other hyperachievers on your team so that there is agreement that we are gonna always be moving forward and moving the bar and moving the bar and moving the bar. But then you just end up with a team filled with unfulfilled people. And so the joy of being together, the joy of meeting goals together is lost in this continual need to do more. Now, originally in the childhood of many self, self or hyperachievers, their parents, again, were typically goal-oriented as well. And so the validation and acceptance and love are all conditioned to, for a little child on their accomplishments. And that teaches them to, that's where they get pushed into an, an abnormal relationship with achievement because their parents are not saying, I love you just because you're my beautiful child. They're saying, I love you because you did this. That's good that you did that. Johnny, you're a good boy because you did this. It's about doing and not about the being. You see these children, hyperachievers as children were not validated for who they are. They were validated for what they accomplished. And that's what created this unhealthy mindset. It's a conditional approval from your parent or caregivers. So there's always this feeling that if I don't do the next thing, there'll be no more love or validation or acceptance or affirmation for me. And so children get the sense that they're loved in return for their achievements and obeying the rules and having good manners. Not, I love you just because you're my beautiful child and I'm so happy with you. So I hope that, that this conversation today has been a way to open your eyes to seeing the drawback of ending up as a hyperachiever. Not that it's not good to have goals, but that you've now put goal attainment above your relationship with the Holy Spirit and your identity is sourced in what you do and not who you are in Christ. So as time goes by, we will be talking about ways to shift into that relationship with the Holy Spirit when you notice that the hyperachiever saboteur has got you by the throat. So remember, in the meantime, until we meet again, let love lift you up. Have a great day and bye for now. You have been listening to the Elevation Motivation Podcast with Kristen Van Tilburg. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you will be notified every time we publish a new episode. Visit us on Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and review. Your feedback will help us to spread this positive message. Join us next time as we learn from Kristen and her guests how to positively impact your life and business by opening to the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Visit our website at elevationmotivation.com. Download the free resources available for you there, which are designed to help you grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. That website address again is elevationmotivation.com.